Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kaim, former professional soccer player turned health crusader, New York Times bestselling author, and business strategist and coach for visionary health entrepreneurs. Each week, I'm bringing you inspiring conversations with remarkable health and fitness entrepreneurs who've gone from struggle to success and are now doing big things in this world with the hope that our conversation will help you stay on track and build your business so that your genius can impact more lives, no matter what life throws your way. Thanks for joining me today, and before we get started, remember that you can grab a free copy of my new book, Health Profit Secrets, to discover the four secrets to helping you turn your expertise for health or fitness into a successful business online that makes you more money, frees up your time, and impacts thousands, even millions of people all around the world. Simply go to healthpreneurbook.com to get your free copy today. And with that said, let's get to today's show. Hey, hey, what's up? Yuri here. Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. I'm super pumped to be with you once again today because I'm going to share five costly mistakes I'm happy that I made while building my online business. And I, I say that with a degree of pride because I'm a huge believer in failing forward fast. And if when it comes to failure, man, I, I might have the gold medal on that one in terms of how many times I have failed or I've failed to hit my goals or whatever, right? Just, you know, it's been a learning process. I mean, being able to continually strive forward, even in the face of adversity, Winston Churchill, one of my favorite quotes of all time, he says something to the effect of success is going from failure to failure with unbending enthusiasm. And for me, that really strikes home because I don't know about you, but I have failed repeatedly. And I don't really look at it as failure because every single time I learn, I learn, okay, this didn't work. These people didn't care about this. This offer didn't work out. Let's try something new. And so in this episode, I'm going to share with you um, a recent video that I shot, which deals exactly with this topic, these five costly mistakes that I'm happy that I made, and hopefully they will save you time, money, and frustration. So we're going to jump right over into that right now. And again, if you want the show notes transcript of this episode, you can head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash podcast episode 11. So with that said, let's jump into them. I want to share five costly mistakes that I'm happy that I made while building my online business with you today. Hey guys, Uriel Kim here, founder of Healthpreneur and welcome. I'm here to help you take your health and fitness expertise, turn it into an online business that creates more impact, more income and more freedom. And here I want to share a bit of a kind of a look back, taking taking a little journey together here. And I want to share five costly mistakes that I'm actually happy that I made because I've learned a lot from them. And the key is if you make mistakes, that's great. The key is to learn from them and hopefully not make them again. See, the whole the, the only reason that I'm able to, you know, be the one of the leading online business strategists for the health and wellness industry, having worked with New York Times bestselling authors, seven and eight figure businesses, and everyone in between, is because I've simply taken a lot of action, I've made a hell of a lot of mistakes, and I've simply learned from them. So I've kind of used the whole approach of fail forward fast. 
and I've simply you know learned a couple more things and I'm a little bit you know maybe one or two steps ahead than some other people and I'm able to use that insight and wisdom to help their business so I want to share five big mistakes that hopefully you can learn from as well all right so the first one is when I was starting my online business I took was I had no guidance this is back in 2006 I had no idea what I was doing I was taking advice from anyone and everyone even those who were not qualified. So I had a personal training client at the time because I was still training clients a little bit at that time. And he said, you know, you should take your workout because I developed this new workout program called Fitter You. And he said, you should take this and get into trade shows. Do it like, you know, get into trade shows, get a booth, get people exposed to it. And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. So what I did is I invested $35,000 to create all these products, boxes upon boxes upon boxes of this workout product. And then we went around Canada to four different trade shows over the course of that year to exhibit them. Well, guess how that went? It didn't go very well, okay? <laughs> so what I realized from this thing, well, from this, uh, from this experience was, was a few things. First, don't take advice from people who are not already doing what you wanna do. Okay, that was a big one. Second, uh, trade shows suck. <laughs> especially as a vendor. If you're just gonna go there and kind of meet and network and you know build some relationships, cool. But as a vendor, it's a terrible positioning play. Now let me explain that. So what, uh, three of the trade shows, we were just exhibitors, okay? And we just had our booth set up, we had some iPods set up with the, the workouts so people could kind of listen because it was my voice on your headphones guiding through the workouts. And we gave people the, the opportunity to listen. But here's the thing, is that when you have a booth and you're one of many hundreds, in some cases, you're literally like trying to flag people in to consume your stuff. And it's very similar to going to a restaurant or walking down the street and there's a restaurant with the maitre d' outside on the sidewalk waving a menu in front of your face with some kind of special deal. Now let me ask you this, are you jumping to get into that restaurant? Does that really entice you to go into that restaurant or would you rather like cross the street and run away? Probably the latter, right? And that's because the positioning is terrible. When you, are look, when you look desperate, nobody wants to do business with you. It's a weird psychological thing. We always want to do business with those who seem too busy to do business with us because it's a matter of social proof. We don't want to be duped. We don't want to make the wrong choice. So if we see somebody or a restaurant that is really busy, well, guess what? We're happy to wait in line because that's social proof that that's the place to be. Now, by contrast, one of the trade shows, I actually spoke on stage. So we had our booth and I also spoke on stage. So after my talk, I came off stage and I had a lineup of people coming to me asking questions and just all this whatever it was, right? And you've probably experienced this too if you've been through some type of event where speakers come off stage, all of a sudden everyone wants to talk with them. So why does that happen? Again, it's positioning. You're on stage, you're literally up here and everyone else is down here. Now, I don't believe there's a difference in terms of you know human beings, but from a positioning standpoint, if you are on stage, you are positioned as a credible authority. And that's a very different position than being behind a booth and trying to flag people over to you. Because what happened is at that specific trade show, after speaking on stage, we had a swarm of people come back to the table, come back to our booth. And that's because they had seen me as this authoritative leader 
creating pseudo-celebrityism, if you will, just within the trade show, and now people were flocking to our booth. So positioning is massively important. That's why if you can leverage whatever you're doing credibility-wise, um, PR-wise, whatever you can do to leverage that will make a huge difference. I've been on Dr. Oz, I've been on The Doctors, I've been on pretty much every media outlet I can think of, and the only reason I've done that is to position myself as a credible expert. And I leverage that in a very specific way to build pseudo fame within my space, okay? So that's really important. So again, I wouldn't recommend doing trade shows, um, but more importantly, positioning is really important, especially online in a very competitive online health and wellness space. Okay, second big mistake, second costly mistake was I did a launch. My first launch that I did online was actually a few years after I started my online business. And this actually makes it even more embarrassing because I kind of knew what I was doing or thought I knew what I was doing at the time. So we had a product called Fitter Than The Pros. And this was, I was gonna basically go out and interview other health and wellness experts in the online space doing really well and basically saying, hey, how do you stay in such great shape while building a great business? I thought everyone would wanna know this because it's kind of like behind the scenes, you know, these people are like big influencers and maybe their following would want to see what they're doing behind the scenes. So I'm like, this is gonna be amazing. So we had 12 people interviewed and I thought this was gonna be the best thing since sliced bread. And just so you know, this is before summits became a thing, okay? So in this case, I was essentially selling entertainment and motivation. There was no real kind of problem that I was solving. And I made these big promises to our partners. And I said, listen, this is gonna be the biggest launch ever. We're gonna do multiple six figures. Just promote it to your list, it's gonna do great. A lot of these guys and girls were pretty smart, so they're, you know, they may have taken me with a grain of salt, but nonetheless, I was out for drinks with some friends the night before the launch began, and I said, guys, get whatever you want. Like, literally, it's on me. Tomorrow's gonna be a big day, and they're like, you know, what's going on? And so I told them, like, listen, we got this big thing going on, a big launch, we're gonna make a ton of money, help a ton of people, and so I just wanna celebrate ahead of time, okay? That was mistake number one, because I got stuck with a big bill that <laughs> I didn't wanna pay after. Anyways, the next day I wake up, and I look at my stats and we've got like crickets. And I'm thinking, is there something wrong with the website? So I check the website, everything's great. Okay, what's going on? So a couple days go by, a couple sales come in. At the end of five days, five day launch, we did a total of $5,000 gross. Now I say gross because we paid 75% commission to our partners. So we left the whole thing with maybe $1,200 in, in, in kind of revenue for us. And that was a big, you know, big waste of time if you want to think of it that way. But worse than that was the fact that I made a lot of big promises and didn't deliver on them. So the lesson here is under promise, over deliver. Okay, and the other thing here is also do not approach joint venture partners with an untested concept. Test your stuff internally, test it on Facebook ads, test it some, some way where you can go with confidence to your partners and say, listen, here are the numbers, we've tested this out, I'm very confident it's gonna work for you. That is a much better approach and you will not look like an idiot as a result of doing that, okay? Now, that's uh, the second one. Number three is um, not having a coach, not hiring a coach sooner. Again, as I mentioned, my first couple years online were a big struggle. Not until my fourth year online, and I'm telling you, I'm, like a, I'm a slow, stubborn learner. Okay, so it took me four years to finally kind of get some momentum going after I started my online business. And the big, the big shift there was that I actually hired a coach and joined a mastermind. And the lesson there is that I was able, I didn't know what I didn't even know. 
So now I was exposed to stuff that I'd never even thought of before. I was given proven strategies, proven paths to follow that would accelerate my success and prevent even more mistakes from being made. So if you don't have a coach, if you're not part of a coaching group or a mastermind, strongly suggest you look into one. If you're interested in some of the stuff that we're doing, you can reach out to us and we can see if you're a good fit. But nonetheless, we need to find a group that is right for you. The fourth big mistake is not going to more live events. Again, I didn't go to live events until four years into my online business. And what I, what I tell people is like, listen, if you wanna build your online business, spend more time offline. Build relationships in person. That's how you actually develop lasting relationships not only from a business perspective, but like actually friendships. And I'm very grateful that a lot of my close friends now are colleagues, like people in our space who are doing very, very good things in terms of their success financially as well as the impact they've had in this world. And that would not have happened had I not attended these events and initially met them there. So don't be a hermit, don't sit behind your computer, get out, meet people, and that's the best way to really start building your online business. And the fifth big mistake was uh, the one-man show. I just, again, I said I was a stubborn, slow learner, but I was also a rugged individualist. I thought I could figure all this stuff out on my own. So I didn't start building my team until about five, five and a half years into my business. So what I'd recommend for you is this. Make a list, okay, on one half of the, so you're gonna take a sheet of paper, Draw a line in the middle. On one half of that paper, you're gonna write down everything you love doing. What are the things that you love doing that energize you, that you could do all day long? For me, video is one of them. On the other side of the page, write down everything you hate doing. And I say hate as in like, there's emotional charge, like you never wanna do this again. Like editing would be one of them for me. So you have this list, and it's probably gonna be a small list of stuff you love doing. There might be three to five things but you're gonna have a very long list of things you don't like doing. And this could be cutting the lawn, it could be editing, it could be numbers, it could be whatever it is for you. So what you wanna do is from that list of stuff you don't like to do, you wanna to start to group some things together that kinda of go together and use those as your initial job descriptions for someone else to do. Once you're at a point where you can hire somebody, even if it's just a couple hours a week and you're spending maybe 100 bucks or 200 bucks, whether it's for a virtual assistant or an in-person assistant or someone along those lines, you can start to offload the stuff you don't love to do and focus on more of the stuff that you love to do. And when you're able to do that, well, guess what happens? You actually really enjoy building your business as opposed to dreading the fact that, oh my God, I gotta do this and this and this. So start to think about building your team slowly but surely. And for me, the way I think about it is the bigger the dream, the bigger the team. I've foregone some profits in my business to put that money back into our company to build our team so that I have more freedom in my life and I'm only able to do the stuff I wanna do. So for me, that's a worthwhile trade-off. So anyways, so those are the five costly mistakes that I'm happy that I made because I learned a lot from those. Now, I hope you got some good insights from this and maybe a couple ahas. Now, if you've enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, and remember to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any upcoming health printer videos. And if you wanna take your health or fitness business online to the next level, then be sure to join me over at healthpreneurgroup.com. That's where I'm sharing some of my best resources and tools to help you get to that level that you deserve to be at. So thanks again for watching. I'm Uriel Kane, and I'll see you in the next video. So hopefully these five mistakes save you some time, frustration, and money so you don't repeat them uh, in the way that I did. 
And if you found them helpful, then that's great. What I would ask you to do is subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't done so already, you can head on over to iTunes. There should be a little button at the top of your iTunes thingamajig in your phone uh, under this podcast. It'll say subscribe. Click on the button and you'll be all set. Then you won't miss any of the episodes episodes coming your way. We're going to do a little British accent from now on. All right, then. So, yeah, anyways, if you're with me long enough, you'll start to see a lot of this nonsense. So I'm just going to warn you in advance. There might be the occasional weird thing like that. I've got a very quirky sense of humor. What are we talking about here? Where are we going? Okay, yeah, anyways, so subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to my British accents and other shenanigans, but also be introduced to some amazing entrepreneurs in our space doing some great stuff and be inspired by their journey and lessons that you can impart into your business for even more success, whatever success means to you. And then second, I've got a great book for you. If you haven't grabbed your copy, do so now because we're running low. Health Profit Secrets. I've covered the cost of the book. You just cover a couple cost, a couple, can't even speak today couple dollars in shipping i'll send it off to you in the next couple days the book basically goes through four underlying secrets the real the pillars if you will that all successful health businesses have in common and inside you'll also get a scorecard where you can score your business on those four areas and then you'll look at okay here's where i am and here's where i want to be and we can look at filling the gap so you can bridge that gap to get closer to the outcome and results that you want in your business. So that's over at healthpreneurbook.com. Yo, that is all for today. So I want to thank you so much for joining me and enjoying this, hopefully enjoying this episode. Every Monday, remember, I'm, I'm back with a solo round. Sometimes I'll take snippets of videos like I have done the last few times of previous content that I've created that's exactly on this topic. Sometimes I'll take snippets from some live talks that I've given. And sometimes I'll just be with you one-on-one in vivo and we'll have some fun either way. So that's all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for being awesome. Thanks for spreading your message and helping people because they need your help. They really, really do. And I want to help you help them. So continue to go out there, be great, do great. And I look forward to, uh, I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. And hopefully I'll be able to speak more effectively in that one.